0: one of the things i love the most is to look back at like old journals and old photos of myself of where i started you know and where i am you know you see that on instagram and everywhere right now how I started how it's going i love that and i love doing that with people who have been on the show and today i have miss Ibeli i you on the show and I, she's been on the show before. She was one of our first guests. I know she was from season one. She is the owner of Mashi Couture, a really cool hip uh, boutique, which is now more digital, right, than anything. Uh, she was one of the first people who really supported brunch and slay. She has such a beautiful, giving spirit. She's a great designer. I mean, literally, I have some of her fashion in my closet right now. Um, just beautiful. Just oh my gosh. She has a new location in Sugarland. Um in near in the Houston area. She has online digital presence. And in today's episode, we are talking about the pivot, right? So many of us had to pivot supremely during the pandemic, but just in life in general. And I think as women, as we transition from pivoting from from being single to being in a relationship or married or finding a partner, from not having kids to having kids, from one career field to the next, we're constantly pivoting in search of a balance right of this new self who we are and instead of realizing that it doesn't have to be a new self maybe we're just elevating maybe this is part of the journey and we shouldn't be trying to hold on to that old version of ourselves let that shit go from the beginning right <laughs> but belly, oh my gosh So we talk about the pivot. We talk about how business is going and she has just been on fire. I'm talking about sold out. She's dropping new collections and they're selling out like in, in minutes and hours. So I'm so excited to have her back on the show, especially as an entrepreneur. She's an engineer by trade and she had a major pivot. And that's what we talked about on our first episode was how she goes from being an engineer to owning a actual fashion boutique and not only owning it, but designing clothes. And that's a major bridged across. So I think you're really going to love this episode. She always brings great flavor and energy and inspiration. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Um, Today's guest is a friend to our show. I'm so thankful that we have reached a, a height to where I'm able to go back and reach into people and say, where are you now? How have you progressed? Uh, how can we support you in this journey? Just like Brunch and Slay has evolved since the beginning, uh, Machi Couture and Belly has evolved. And I'm so glad to have you back to the show. You've been one busy lady.
1: Thank you so much, Amira. I see all that you're doing. So congratulations yourself with your move and everything so
0: congratulations oh thank you for those of you who don't know I lived in Houston for almost 13 years and I met some amazing women as a matter of fact I don't think brunch and sleigh would exist had I not lived there and I say that a lot and my Dallas folks don't understand my love for Houston but there is a sense of camaraderie there there is a girl lean on me let's get this done let's share our resources let's be entrepreneurs let's build and win together and it inspired me so much that you know i'm still doing it so, so you know ebelli right, i always right. mispronounce her last name and i want her to say it because <laughs> i am a tongue-tied person when it comes to consonants and vowels <laughs> so he tell everybody your whole name <laughs>
1: My my whole name. Well, your name. <laughs> my whole name is a Okay, my, my first name is Abele. and my last name is Ilonia. A belle It sounds really pretty.
0: <laughs> she said. I would
1: say Ilonia, hey. I always <laughs> so. say just say Ilonia five dollars. Just Ilonia
0: oh. five dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, that's see. We see. You know what? Let's go ahead and <laughs> break it all down. This is what I'm talking about as, as as black women. We have these names. Same thing with me. My name is Amira. It's different to people. No, it's not made up. It means princess. It's Arabic, and I constantly have to tell people to just think about looking in a mirror. No, it's not spelt that way. But if it helps you pronounce this. so I'm a Alonia five dollars, <laughs> and that's yes, what we do. Alonia five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And we figure it out and we make it digestible for everybody. And you know, I wanted and I'm right. so glad to have you back on the show because ibella's one of the hottest clothing boutiques in Houston. I love her style. She's a designer. She's the lead designer and the founder of My Cheek, uh, which is a beautiful boutique that not only has great clothing, but I love her brand more because she is steadfast on empowering women through beauty and fashion. And she truly does that. She lets people host events. She sponsors events. She shouts them out. She brings you on her live and she's not just talking about it. She is about it. And she was one. She actually held our first bunch of anniversary party in her store, you know. And you don't get that kind of support. So I'm so proud of you, and and, and watching you evolve. Thank and you. now you have a book. I am so excited yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. yes, You I know do. you got to tell. Yeah. Something.
1: Yes, I do. So I have a book. It's an e-guide, and it's called Create Your Personal Style. And the book is really for the everyday woman. So I was thinking to myself, especially during this lockdown, um, I really want to give back you know, to the customers that I have that come into the store. And I have had this question for the past 11 years that I've been in the fashion business. Women come into the store and they're like, I can't pull this off. You know, I don't think my buddy... Type suits this, you kind of see that shopping becomes stressful just because they don't know what their style is or how to style themselves or to remain authentic to who they are, just because we have a lot of images coming out from the fashion world. I mean, if you watch social media, if you're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, you know how, you know, right now is influencer marketing. So you kind of, all the styles are out there and then you take it a step further. You look at the magazines and you're wondering, you know, how the hell am I going to pull that off? And I just (laughs) wanted to write a, a quick guide. It's quick and easy. It's something you can flip through. It has pictures, it has graphics where I really just say, you know, yes, those things are out there, but you can still remain true to yourself. You can be authentic in who you are and it's not that hard. You know, if you figure out the things that you like, there are tips and tricks to this trade on how you can look almost like what you see on social media, but with your own personality shining through. And of course, we all know that when you look good, you feel good and um, you feel like you can conquer the world and people address you really the way you know, the way you show up in the world. And so all of that was in my mind. And I said, you know what, let me write this book. It was really a love letter to all the women out there, the everyday women, just like myself. You know, I see these things on social media as well. And sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. So I said, you know what, let me just write this and kind of assure everybody we're all in this together. We can make make it work.
0: You know, that's, speaks volumes to me because i can't tell you how many times i've seen a look and i'm like i like that pattern shirt but what else can i wear it with because i'm a normal person right i don't buy clothes at the beginning of every season right i don't Mm -hmm. have the budget Mm -hmm. to go out and buy two thousand dollar items and and if you Mm -hmm. make a big purchase typically and you know you want it to be something you can wear multiple times in different ways and give it a fresh new look um you know, and and to have mm-hmm. a guide and have somebody who's actually dealing with fashion in the way that you do, kind of walk us through it. And for those folks who have, and she's online too, so don't think you have to be in Houston to purchase from her. I know a number of you guys have right. seen that that photo of me from Hey Chico with that bomb red jumpsuit. That is designed by ballet. And I, I every time I wear it, it's new because I wear it with short hair. I've worn it with long hair. I've worn it with gold. I've worn it with no, you know, no accessories and just kind of breathe life into it. Right. And that's the style that when I think of you, I think about that suit because you're classic, right? You're classic. Your style is classic. Yes. And you often mm-hmm. have pieces in your collections that are bold and and statement pieces Mm -hmm. that can be muted in different environments and they can go from work to wherever. And I think, is that what you think about when you're creating your lines? Are you looking at people who can wear them in multiple places? Is that like a theme for you? Yeah, that's obviously one of the things that I think about. I
1: think about the wearability. So, um, is really for the everyday woman. I really, that was really you know, what I had in mind creating the line, because I saw all these things in the fashion magazines, even when I started 11 years ago, and I would see these beautiful pants, these dresses, and I would say, oh, this is so beautiful, but I can't wear it every day. How do I now make this into something that I can wear every day? So that has always been at the back of my mind. What would an everyday woman wear? How can she transition it? How do I make this piece timeless. You know, It's uh, fast fashion is great, but at the same time, I think it's also a good thing to be able to have pieces in your closet that are timeless, that you can transition from one season to another. You can layer it, you can change it up, you can add add add-ons, earrings, you know, belts, whatever. And, you know, those pieces continue to stand the test of time. And Mm -hmm. obviously quality is a big deal. You know, it's a really big deal for me. I feel like you know, no matter how elaborate the style is, if the quality of the garment is in there, it just makes it look even cheaper. So all of those things are things that I think about when I'm creating uh, an actual um, collection or a capsule collection.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and it speaks volumes. Like I said, I have several pieces um, in my closet right now where I'm recording. You probably can see them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I think it's important when it comes to branding and it comes to marketing to think about longevity, you know, and i'm I'm really wondering, and I wanted to dive a little deeper with you as we're thinking about the pandemic and how our businesses have had to adjust, you know the plans I have for the year of twenty twenty as far as events and pop ups and live podcasts they're all gone, right mm-hmm. um you. Mm-hmm. relocated you move your shop months like a while back not too long ago but you know right. to a new area mm-hmm. you know and your mm-hmm. business is a lot of online but it's also foot traffic and the people who actually come into the store who want to get their piece of, of you, you know because that's a huge part of your experience right, right. having that champagne and, right. and being there with somebody who's decadent and as a woman a black woman to go into mm-hmm. your space and and see someone who looks like me just it operating it's just so great and 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 in a space where you've always been in areas where you don't see us right river oaks right. sugar land um mm-hmm. and now that this pandemic has happened how have you pivoted and how how, how are you doing well, um, so we moved,
1: obviously we moved from Rice Village and we moved to Sugarland and we moved last year, I believe June, but we actually only started operating around about August. So we're pretty, we're still new in, in Town Square, in the Sugarland Town Square. And we're really just doing our marketing and trying to grow our business and let people know about Mod Chic. Obviously some of our clients from Rice Village came with us. So with the pandemic, it was just like, oh my goodness, you know, what are we going to do? But I think the first thing that was in my mind was really the welfare of my employees. I was like, Uh, you know, this is a customer-based business where we have to deal with customers. I really don't want to have sick employees on my hands or have customers falling ill. So I was like, you know, we have to close. And obviously this has affected the bottom line of the business, you know, with not having the food traffic. And, you know, we also are trying to pivot. We are, um, even though we've always been online, we've never really... um, Pushed, made a big push online just because, like I said, my whole business idea was always about empowering women and talking to them, you know, that personal interaction. I work with a lot of stylists, organizations, that host events at chic So our customers are used to coming into the store to try on items, to talk with us and things like that. So it's like almost having to retrain them on saying, you know, we're still here, but, you know, we're online as well. And then we're making, we're really now making a big push for our online business because that's really the way businesses are going to go going forward. And then obviously, with the items that we curate in the store, we're also having to pivot because a lot of things now are going to be work from home. You know, a lot of people are going to have to stay home. So people are looking for more comfortable, Um, type clothing, more blouses, just the way I'm talking to you now, you only see the top half of my body. (laughs) People are looking for blouses and, you know, just comfortable wear at leisure and things like that. So all of that is part of the things that we're looking at also incorporating into the business as well.
0: That excites me. I cannot imagine the fabulous athleisure wear that you're going to come out with because I've always worked <laughs> from home, and I, mm-hmm. I tend to, for me, I like to either if I'm not working, I either get up and put on workout clothes so I make sure I work out, right, or I put on something mm-hmm. that makes me feel cute, like athleisure wear. I don't. I, it's rare for me like to wear just lay around, stay in my PJs all day. That doesn't happen. I have mm-hmm. to feel, look good, feel good, right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm enamored with the staying power and the fight that we all find and we muster up in times like this, you know, Mm -hmm. and I know that a number of companies, you know, have been affected and haven't been able to get SBA loans and, and the PPP and especially for black people, it has been so challenging. I applied for P for not PPP um, for the SBA loan immediately because without having Mm -hmm. the events or the, or the, Customers that I typically worked with to help them do diversity and inclusion things because they no longer were doing those things. Mm-hmm. I lost my entire revenue stream for the year. Right. So I know that mm-hmm. I had friends who had larger companies who literally heard back immediately, you know, and they got something mm-hmm. within two mm-hmm. weeks. I it took them up until last week to finally respond to my application more Brunch and Slay after this. There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence. A place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is BrunchandSlay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. BrunchandSlay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay. I'm thankful I was approved and all that good stuff. But at the same time, there's a disparity, right? There's a disparity in between taking Black businesses as real businesses and people who, like you said, you immediately thought of your employees. And I Mm -hmm. thought about that so much when I started to see things shut down. I thought, you know, people keep saying open up, but you have to, as a good employer, show your people that you care for them show them that you value that they have small children and at the same time like you said pivoting to create online extensions so that no mm-hmm. matter what happens this will never happen again
1: right 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 yeah what have you so learned it, it, from, it
0: was i'm sorry go ahead yeah so
1: it's been really interesting just watching all of that especially with the um sba loans and the ppp loans it took us a while too to get those loans but eventually you know it came through and with us having like the real estate your rent doesn't stop <laughs> you still have to pay your rent and i i kept on my staff um i didn't want them to you know completely just go home because you know when you're in retail the 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 pay the their um hourly pay isn't a huge you know amount that you know they can get to have saved up over a period of time so i was cognizant of that. So I let, I kind of transitioned them to just doing a lot of online stuff, Instagram, Facebook. So I gave them a few hours, you know, in uh in a week just so that they could have some income coming in. So it was quite tough, but, you know, it was a decision that I made because I always like to put myself in someone else's position. I'm like, Who, how, how would I feel if this if this were me. So it's, 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 it wasn't easy, but, you know, thank God that, you know, things are beginning to open up now. So it's getting better.
0: So what's the climate like in Houston right now? I know we're in Texas where we just did what we wanted to do the whole time, pretty much a lot of people. Uh, that's just the Texas way. And I'm saying that, not saying it, co-signing, guys. Please know there's a ton of sarcasm dripping out of every word I just said. Uh, cases are still rising and the pandemic and the, and the restrictions have not been lifted. People are just doing whatever the hell they want in, in 2020, right? Clearly. So how what's the climate like in Houston? <laughs>
1: Right now it's almost like uh, is there really was, is there really a virus going is, uh, is it on break is it on pause um okay uh, is it going to come back in the fall because you know people are just doing whatever people people don't have their masks on you know businesses are opening but the one thing i would say though in as much as when you go out you see like a lot of traffic you don't really see a lot of people in a lot of businesses. So I always ask, where is everybody? Where's everybody going to? Like, there's a lot of traffic on the road. People are driving here and there, but when you actually enter into the stores or restaurants or whatever, they're not really full. Uh, I mean, the grocery stores, yes, but typical businesses are, aren't are really full. So I'm really not sure where everybody is, but p- there's a lot of movement.
0: Yeah, I, I, I keep asking myself, Will this really change how things were done? Like, will this really will will more companies truly embrace working from home? Um, I know it's cost effective. I pretty much worked from home my entire career, so I'm way more productive at home than I ever will be in an office. That's why I'm able to run out to boutiques in the middle of the day. (laughs) But you know, I I wonder, from the business perspective, what has COVID nineteen taught you? Hmm. Well, from a business
1: perspective, COVID-19 has really shown me that uh, you have to be flexible. Uh, Change is not something you can, uh, you, you have any control over. So it's almost like you have to be flexible constantly. You know, when something's happening, you have to easily adapt to the situation. And obviously um, you have to make your business limber. And I say that with just being online, because even if you have a retail space, I mean, being online, I mean, businesses have been trending online, especially retail for a really long time now. And I think it was a missed opportunity for us not to have actually spent a lot of time online. So um, just kind of making your business limber, making sure that you have You know, you have your retail space, but that other aspect of it is working as well. Um, And also, um, I think the other thing is having multiple streams of income. As a business, um, you want to make sure that you have multiple streams of income, especially with the whole thing going on now. If kind of trying to see where in the meantime, you can kind of be a cushion for whatever else is going on. So I think that's what COVID, COVID has really taught me.
0: You know, sometimes we all need that push, and I think to have progressive thinking is the is the way to stay relevant, to to thrive. And I think you're right. A lot of us have different things that, I I mean, I know we say missed opportunities, but it's not over, right? It's not meaning the world isn't Mm -hmm. isn't done. Mm -hmm. So we just have to evolve, and we have to connect, and. I think that mm-hmm. what I love about this conversation and having you back on the show is that there is a an, another pandemic. Right. We're talking about racial equality that has been going on for the last few weeks at the time of us recording this show. And when I think about all the, mm-hmm. the information I'm getting again, because we, we this was this was happening when I lived in Houston. Right. Four years ago. when when everybody was going to the mm-hmm. black uh mm-hmm loans go to this go to that and this is a different momentum at first I was afraid that the momentum would die down after the four officers were arrested I am so thankful Mm -hmm. that it hasn't at the time of this recording that that marches are larger than ever that people are today is pass the mic or share the mic whatever I can't think of the hashtag forgive me I'm I'm over 40 Uh, (laughs) y'all but you know, we are shining a light on people in business. And I'm telling you guys now who are listening to this, mm-hmm. those people who and who are out here, who are supporters of Brunch and Slate, who I want you to know, I never bring people on this show who I haven't vetted. I don't bring folks on the show just because it's somebody and I need content. Hell, clearly I like to talk. I could do solo shows every week if that were the case. I bring people <laughs> on the show... <laughs> It's true. I bring people on the show because they have something of value that you need to hear that they are operating in excellence and having my cheek featured featured here again and Ibelle here sharing her brand. There's not often I can, I mean, I, I go in her store and I'm going to find something and whether that be physically walking in or going online, good quality stuff. I'm talking about years in my closet and I use it in the washing machine, mm-hmm. you know, like real deal. And to know that you don't need to have to go to Saks or Neiman's. I'm talking about upscale quality garments and price accordingly. And yes, she does have sales sections too, you know, <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> having that. And increasing her territory by pouring into her, buying a shirt for a friend, buying an e-gift card. These are the type of things that will help us grow as a community that will give us the independence. And this is a woman who you could DM or call and ask her any questions you had about starting your boutique. And I guarantee you she's going to respond. That's what we have to move forward in in doing and shining a light on. You know, so what's next? What's next? I mean, now that you've been enlightened a little bit and pushed and gotten uncomfortable, how what's next? What can I expect from you? Uh so much more um March typically has been, you know,
1: we've we've been very inclusive of every culture and we've tried to I, 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 and I don't like to say this, it's we've tried to be very neutral about things, you know, kind of just be. being Yeah. In the background. Yeah. In the background. But, you know, I also believe that being silent is complicit. So with everything happening now, we are actually going to be doing a lot more with black businesses, black, um, which we already do, but we're really taking a stand this time. And like I said, we're obviously, uh, you know, I have my book out. There's so much more in the work. I have so many projects in the works right now. I don't want to give a lot of them away yet, (laughs) but um, I still, I do have another book, which is a more personal um, story of being a black woman in business and how that has um, all of my experiences, things that I've experienced. And like you said, you know, All of the areas that I've been in and things that I've experienced there. And I just, I'm just writing that story because I think it's going to help another, the generation coming forward, the retailers are thinking of and things that they, you know, they can avoid that I experienced. So just so that they can learn from my experience
0: as well. And I want to clarify, because I don't want people to hear you say that you've been neutral and think that that means means you were complacent and you were not Mm -hmm. speaking up. I think from the perspective of a business owner and a retailer who's always been in predominantly white Shopping areas. Um, Rice Village is basically next to Rice Universe. It is next to Rice Universe. You can mm-hmm, walk there, which yeah. is like the SMU, they call it the Harvard of the South, right? So um, imagine that zip code. And when you are the only black boutique there and you're next to Chloe Dow from Project mm-hmm. Runway, literally their boutiques were right next door to each other, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you bring in a type of clientele. Neutral means that you need to make sure they know this is not just a black girl boutique. Right. 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 Mm-hmm, Let's just mm-hmm. be, I'm going to put it out there because I want people <laughs> to understand what that means. You know, I've decided that I'm no longer breaking things down in a way that makes it pe- easily digestible to make people comfortable to hear it. Right. That doesn't right. mean I'm a soldier. I'm a mirror sane. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm not doing anymore is tap dancing and making things said that aren't clear. I want to be clear. And and what we're saying, because everything is not about race, but we race can be incorporated into our everyday conversations in a way that that we help other people understand our plight. And most people would not even understand why you would have to do that. Understand that as soon as they walk in and they find out you own the place, you aren't just a cashier. And I don't say just because I'm not demeaning anybody's role. Right. But when they understand that they might not come back in. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Similar to me hosting events, and even it doesn't matter that I've worked with Apple, Microsoft, and all these big companies, I still have women have the gall to come up to me in public and tell me, I've always wanted to attend your events, but I was afraid I'd be the only person who wasn't Black there.
1: Right, right, right.
0: So I've always told the line to trying to be inclusive because I never wanted to create something that people felt ostracized because I know what that feels like.
1: Right. Right. That's that you totally get what I'm trying to say. Yes. So, but right now, you know, it's okay. You know, we are who we are. This is a Mm -hmm. black owned business and, you know, we'll serve you. Customer service is always very important, but this is who we are.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, as you navigate these new projects, which I'm sure are going to be things that I have to drive down 45 to attend, 10, you know, <laughs> um, as you move forward into you, this new normal, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? Oh, just send me good vibes, blessings, and just send me customers, your
1: friends, your family, tell them to go shop machik, www.machikouture.com. And they should obviously, you know, buy my ebook, which is out right now. And with that ebook, you also get a free copy of another e-guide, which tells you, which really talks about your body type, which I believe is really the basis for creating your personal style. So the link is in my bio. The link is on all of my Instagram. My Instagram is Couture, and Facebook Online. So just everywhere you go, just click, you're going to be able to get access to the book.
0: Yes. And get on our email list. Get those sales alerts. Get those new, new inventory alerts. Um, right. just, you know, promise yourself that sometime in the, you know, the next few months, you will purchase one thing whether that's the book, whether that's a shirt, uh, there will be something worth purchasing. And if it's not for you, you got younger kids, you got sassy classes, you know, we got events to go to. The world will open back up right. and you want <laughs> right, to right. be fly.
1: Right, right.
0: You want to be fly, man. Absolutely. You know,
1: We're not going to be stuck at home forever.
0: Yes, yes. So I- I'm so thankful that you came back on the show and you're sharing. I'm so proud of your journey and where you are right now um thank and forever you. supporter forever supporter <laughs> thank you thank you and before um just want to say that Amira is
1: amazing if you i mean if you you watch you're listening that's because you subscribe to brunch and slay and i can't tell you how much Amira has helped me in my business as well so she's saying all these great things about me but she's such a giver like she doesn't hold on to information so all the good things that she's Getting back is because of how open and honest and, you know, just helpful that she is as well. So just keep watching Brunch and Slay. I know she's going to break bounds. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see it. I can't wait Thank to see you.
0: it. I don't think I have any more tears in my, in my <laughs> eye ducts today. So don't make me cry. I, all of a sudden, you know, this pandemic uh, happened and I became a crier. I've never been a oh crier in all of my <laughs> life. But I can tell you what. Uh, this lady right here has got to get some help for these tear ducts because I am <laughs> I, I, I am a whole in a whole other place. It's different for me, but I'm thankful and, and I receive that. I will, pre- I will I'm going to accept that. And I say thank you. And let's keep pushing. Let's keep thriving. And I want you guys who are listening to remember that if she can, I can. We all can. Yeah. This is Brunton Slay.